It's time for another episode of The True Podcast, the show that is all about achieving happiness and changing financial futures. Here is your host, Ryan DeMent. Hey guys, Ryan DeMent. Hope you guys are having a great day. Another week at it. We got three weeks in a row. I'm getting consistent. The other thing I wanted to say, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Last week, we had our best week for listeners coming back. So thank you for listening to us week over week. It's my pledge to not waste your time, but also to put out a quality product week after week. And this week, it's quite interesting. I've got three topics. Do a little different. $361,800 is the first topic. Second topic is $563.40. And the last is, are we all just a little bit financially stressed? All right, guys, this will be the last update on the house across the street. They're moving in. I got to talk to them. It's a family. They've been looking to buy a house for almost 120 days, four months. And they were living on the other side of the development that we're in. And they had to leave that other rental because the owners or the landlords of that of that rental were living in another house in Phoenix. They sold it and wanted to move into this rental house. So they got enough notice to move, but they've been looking ever since. And they had to settle on this rental um, that was about $700 over market rent because they had nowhere else to go. They... They looked at new homes, they looked at existing builds, they wanted to buy, but every time they went to go buy, they were either outbid or when they went to go look at new builds, they were just too overly priced and they weren't willing to pay for it. So they said they'd be willing to stay there 12 to 24 months to see where things go um, and see where the market corrects. And he, I got to talk to the, the husband and uh, he, he told me something that was very interesting and kind of thought along the way that I did. He thinks the market's going to correct when the interest rates correct and start going back up, which we talked about that in a prior episode. Inflation's out there, and with inflation being out there, the Fed has to do something to curb it because otherwise it's going to kill your money and my money, which it has already. It's already starting to creep into everything that you buy on a, on a daily basis. So let's let's just be real. I don't want to waste your time nor mine, but the proof's in the pudding and things are costing more, period, end of story. Uh, I saw an article last week after I did last week's podcast to where California's gas prices are going to get close to $6 a gallon before the end of summer. $6 a gallon. There's no inflation in that, is there? What do you think? I don't know about you, but I'm not going to want to pay $6 a gallon for gas. You're crazy. So back to the story. They're excited about living in the neighborhood, but they also told me, you know, it was about $700 more a month that they're paying for this new rental than they were paying at this prior rental. So I was pretty close, not there, but close. So $700 more a month. 
roughly about $8,400, a year. I don't know about you, but $8,500 a year, I mean, can go to a lot of stuff. I mean, that's, that's groceries and then some. By far, for me, that's then some. There's just a lot of things you can do with that, and it starts adding up. But we'll see what happens. The market here is uh, in fuego. And the next topic, or the first topic of the true topics, is 361,800. So yesterday, new residential sales came out for the month of June, and houses sold in June came in at $361,800, which is a 6.6% increase from May of 2021 and close to a 14% increase from June of 2020. So we're, we're pushing almost 15% year over year and there's still and there's still more room in this in this market to go and I, and I digress is out here, I know we've talked about it, but out here we've actually started going to sealed bids. So house goes up for sale. They ask the realtor or the or the or the builder ask for all bids on it to be done by 24, 48 hours, whatever. They're sealed, and then it's highest bid wins. So people are still going crazy and outbidding themselves. And it just, man, it's just bonkers. I just, I, I just can't believe some of these things that people are willing to forego, um, like an inspection, which is crazy town. Um, and, and they're bidding thirty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars over asking still, but in this at the same time. We're starting, we're starting to see um, a lot more houses sit on the market from a, from a resale side. And it's starting to show on the residential side. So on the, on the new build side, on the residential, new houses sold in June, 676,000. New houses for sale, 353,000. Um, so the May 2020 number for new homes sold was 724,000. That's, that's a, that's a nice little dip there, um, from last year, you know, right after the pandemic started. But the other, the other thing that, uh, I'm reading off of the, uh, Census Bureau's, uh, press release is the seasonally adjusted estimate of new houses for sale at the end of June were 353,000. This represents a supply of 6.3 months at the current sales rate, which is a slightly higher uh, number than what we had in May 2021. And the whole reason why is you, you're starting to have less buyers in the market because prices have gone too far north to where people are saying, I don't need to deal with FOMO and I can wait this out. Just like this gentleman across the street and his family 
they're willing to wait it out 12 to 24 months to make sure they can find something they can afford and something they like and it's they're not rushed. Makes sense. Um, I, I just, to me, it's crazy. But the other, the other number out of this report that's critical that no one's talking about, at least not that I've heard on any of the major networks or anything to that extent, is the average sales price for June 2021, 428700 So sales means a sales contract was signed at that price. So now you're, you're talking 70000 roughly, give or take, increase from what sold in June to what they signed in June. Now, is the 428 going to hold? I don't know. We're going to find out for sure. The next report comes out on August 24th, 2021. So that is the first topic. Next is the price of lumber and futures. And everybody's talking about why haven't the prices of lumber come down? Well, it's a commodity. We talked about this before. And this is for the month of September when this settles. So that earlier number, I gave you a 563.40. It's slightly up at 581.95. These will be settled at nine, sorry, it'll be September 10th, 2021. So to give you a range, Pre-pandemic, we were at 490. At the peak of pandemic, we were 171120. So what that means is for every thousand square or board feet of lumber, you would have to pay $1,711.20. Now you're at 581.95 at the time of this recording. We're getting close to where we're at, but I don't think we're going to ever get down to that 490. We still have the end of summer, beginning of fall housing buy-in. So people are going to go out there and start buying some more. Um, that'll probably raise the prices. I would probably say we settle somewhere in the mid sixes, low sevens is where it's going to stay for a while. And then once interest rates do a, start ratcheting up next year, because there's the only way you can slow down inflation is you slow down the economy which means you have to increase lending rates, which means banks and lending entities slow down, which then ultimately starts slowing down the economy as a whole um, over a period of time. That's when you probably will probably see uh, a change in lumber prices. I just don't know if we'll ever get into the fours. I, I think that's a, that's a stretch in, in all means, but hey, I would love to be able to uh, be in the fours just for the simple fact uh, I'm a builder too. And I'd love to get the best prices on lumber because um, at the end of the day, like I said earlier, we are in the affordable housing space and being able to pass those savings on to our home buyers is critical. And we'll see how things turn out with lumber prices as we get along with the summer and into fall. Um, but as I'm recording this, the S&P Case-Shiller 
report just came out. If you didn't know what that is, it's a 10 city composite, uh, you know, all the major cities. Um, and they, they measure houses for sale, average house price, volume, uh, inventory, that type of stuff. So it came out and said in the 10 city composite, annual increase was 16.4% in May and 14.5% in April. The 20 city composite gained 17% year over year and 15% from the month before. And all 20 cities reported higher price increases in the year ending May, uh, May 2021 versus April 2021. Phoenix, San Diego, and Seattle reported the highest year-over-year gains among the 20 cities in May. That's crazy. We're, I'm, I'm reading this as it, it comes out. Um, Phoenix led the way with a 25.9% year-over-year price increase, followed by San Diego at 247 and Seattle 23.4. Chicago, Cleveland, and Minneapolis reported the lowest gains, although they were still in low double digits. Five cities, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Seattle, and Charlotte, North Carolina, saw their all-time highest annual gains. Price gains in all 20 cities were in the top quartile of historic performance, and in 17 cities, price gains were in the top decile. Wow. That's crazy. Even even more of a reason that the housing market is in fuego, out of control. Watch out. The train is coming off the tracks at some point, and we all know when that's going to happen. It will happen when interest rates start ratcheting up. Let's see if it says anything else. It does say mortgage, rate, mortgage rates fell slightly to start May. And held within a narrow range throughout the month. Rates have now been so low for so long that even slight monthly moves higher have done nothing to take the heat out of the home prices in these markets. Wow. Crazy, guys. Crazy. The last, wanted want to transition to the last true headline. And that boils down to, you know, there, there's a lot of craziness going on. And one of the things we don't talk about a lot is well-being of yourself, financial well-being, you know, keeping, you know, a clear head. And a lot of us can be financially stressed and we can be living paycheck to paycheck. We can be uh, paying, trying to pay off debt, trying to pay off student loans, trying to pay off car notes. It's it's just it's too much, um, and I read an article last week or the week before where forty percent or thirty eight percent of Americans are wanting to switch their job and go to another job because they think they're not getting paid enough, they don't like their current job, um, or they don't like. Uh, I think it had to do something about being brought back into the office. I'm not sure. I'd have to go find that, but you know, living paycheck to paycheck is pretty stressful financially and mentally, emotionally, uh, just not, just not anything you want to do. If you guys are out there, if you're struggling with anything, get help. I mean, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of resources, but make sure you get some help because at the end of the day, let's be happy. Let's be healthy. And let's make sure that we are taking care of ourselves because that's all we have is ourselves. 
and our loved ones. Um, making sure you're taking care of your happiness. Go out and do things that, that make you happy. Uh, enjoy life. Um, have those conversations like I talked about last week. If someone doesn't agree with you, great. Hey, you guys can have a healthy conversation. You move on. But go enjoy life. Because we only get one shot at this. And it's here now. It doesn't. We don't get a reset because of what's going on in the world in COVID and everything else. It's not going to give us back 18 months or 20 months of our lives. It, it doesn't change. Those are days gone. Focus on what's in front of you 24 hours. How are you going to be effective with those 24 hours? And what are you going to do during those 24 hours to make sure that you're healthy, happy, and you're doing things that are, are making a difference? If you want to change jobs and do something different, go for it. If you want to, if you want to start a side hustle, go for it. Just do what you got to do to, to enjoy life, but be respectful of others. That's all I ask. We're losing a lot of that today, and it's it's challenging. And I struggle with that because I enjoy talking to people and understanding and learning what others are doing. Um, and if I don't have the same opinion of, of what we're talking about on the topics, okay, fine. I'm okay with that. At the end of the day, we're humans. We, we have that ability. You know, we do live in the United States, and we do have freedom of speech. It's healthy to disagree. Just do it in a respectful way that, you know, the person you're talking to, uh, you know, you're not talking down to. You're talking, you know, with and about and, and handling things. It, it doesn't hurt. I mean, it just enjoy life. Go out and do things you want to do and respect others and respect others' opinions. That's all I'm saying. And if you're struggling financially, mentally, emotionally, get help. If you don't know where to get help, reach out to me. I can help you find somewhere to go uh, and get some help. I'll also put some links in the show notes. All right, guys. Have a great week. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and subscribing. I will hold up my end of the bargain. I will do this every week. It will go out every Wednesday. Stay safe. Stay healthy, be strong, and enjoy your week. I'll see you guys on the other side.